Hi, this is Maverick Hines. I'm Orion Williams, and you're listening to NWCZ Radio. All right, and we're from Cell Phone Parking Lot. And <laughs> it's Kevin Peterson from the Flanagan Precept, and you're listening to NWCZ Radio. Coming to you from the Man Cave, deep in the heart of the Pacific Northwest, you have entered the Northwest Convergence Zone. <laughs> everybody welcome to the northwest convergence zone show beautiful day here in the northwest uh it Fabulous. is sunday the 22nd of april 2012 and if you're and listening in the middle of the week and it's raining just go back to, to right now it's fantastic yes uh open it up with a little social distortion i did that for double d because uh double d was at a uh demo derby in Puyallup last night watching cars crash but when we were at the social distortion concert he was in kind of a demo derby and was getting uh almost smashed up huh i was oh 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 yes i was yes you almost uh, got your ass kicked brother yes and it was because of you (laughs) (laughs) you were pushing me into the crowd where these people were uh having this big brawl well starting a brawl it wasn't actually (laughs) quite yet a brawl but you were throwing me in the middle of it, not realizing that they were actually fighting, not just... Yeah, I thought it was dancing. like a little moshing going on. So I was yeah, like, there was oh. some moshing going like, on. But I was like, get in there, get in <laughs> there. And I'm they were actually swinging punches. Oh, and man. I'm stepping back, you know, going, whoa. <laughs> anyway, I thought it'd be fun to open the show with a little social distortion. I love those Sounded guys. Good. Uh, saw them um, It was a week, and a week or so ago. Uh, sounded really, really good. Anyway, I'm Big D. I'm Voxy. Double D. And uh, Wonder Boy is here back there. He's waving to everybody out there. Actually, what? he was just yawning. Oh, that wasn't a wave. <laughs> uh, whatever, dude. Keep that to yourself. And uh, Squeeze is not here because he has the the, uh, the sun cough flu. And uh, <laughs> Pants is uh, out as well. Gimmer, not here because uh, no. they has, was, he has an excuse, though. They're recording. He does, and, and we're excited about that. Yeah, but that. he was supposed to be done at like 4 o'clock. So no, I, was, I got a message last night. I was all concerned night. that it was going to be a warm day today and the door would be closed and there'd be like 20 plus people in here like there is sometimes right. on our Sunday show. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, I got to dress like really, you know. Sexy. <laughs> well, thank you <laughs> no like summery because yeah, you, it's are, gonna you, be, look, you look very flowing baby because it's gonna your... be really hot and sticky in the man cave today and um, which is usually the case but it was it was very actually beautiful and just flowy and people were kind of in the and gnats. out we had they, a nap problem i know i i was Boxy telling, looked like she was shadow boxing was, for a while <laughs> 
I was telling Double D, I either smelled really good or really bad. I didn't know because <laughs> there were snaps everywhere. <laughs> uh, 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 so anyway, hey, we had a, uh, it was a fantastic week. We had a lot of, a uh, lot of fun. And uh, last night, actually, uh, Voxy and I, we hit the town. And, uh, That's right. We um, went up to the Seattle. We went to the Hard Rock where you had the Jupiter Order and you had Body Box and Automatic, Automatic Theory, Theory was uh, rocking the uh, the Hard Rock. And yes. what, what what was your take on that show? Um, it was great. well, it's the Hard Rock. Yeah, I mean, oh, like, the venue is awesome. Like, first of all, you can't go wrong. First there. of all, before you start, let me. Eddie Vedder walked by. I heard that. I heard that after the fact. Yeah. I, I think we were parking when that happened. <laughs> we definitely were. <laughs> Jeff Hamill from Sweet Kiss walked across the the street with him and. Uh, yeah. Had to restrain himself from hugging him. I, I heard after the fact that we just yep. missed Eddie Vedder. Um, no, I mean, who's, for, it, who's Eddie Vedder? Oh, oh, dude, don't even start. Here we go. Are you serious? He's some famous musician, I think, but I'm not sure who. Do, he what recognizes ba- the name. What band? I recognize the name, but okay, I Okay, but what band would he be in? Is it a Seattle band? Yes. Okay. Uh, let's Pearl. see. Pearl. Pearl. Jam. Thank you. Okay. Which now everybody so naughty. Put your I'm eyes sorry. back in your head. Calm down. We know Double D, he's not a little slow. Yeah. So we love it. him anyway. Yeah, and if you knew him, you would too. Yes. So anyway, your take on the show. Um sorry. it was awesome. I, it was a packed house. You know very good crowd. Um and of course, I mean, you can't go wrong at the hard rock. The sound is amazing, the venue is amazing, mm-hmm. the atmosphere is amazing. And you know, I'm really good and old time friends with a lot of the people that, that were was on a stage lot of fun. tonight. So yeah, we had, or, or last night. Yeah, we had a lot of friends so, there. That was a lot of fun. And um it was very good crowd considering that it was beautiful outside mm-hmm. and Oh, and they have more tables now. T- definitely more tables so i want to give little kudos there to the hard rock <laughs> not having to stand all the time so yeah no uh, it was great so then we left from there and we, we went down to slim's last chance mm-hmm. and i'm telling you this and was, i had my mind blown this was my show of the night mm, uh it was really no good. disrespect to the hard rock crew and stuff it was that was a lot of fun but the squirt reunion at slim's last chance Can, was just before we go into that yes my take on the hard rock and this is probably just because, you know, I'm partial and love Kurt Lindsay. But in my opinion, and I love all the bands that were on there last night. Body Box stole the stage. In my opinion, they just <laughs> captivate me every time. Um, but yes, we went to Slim's and wow, then I was like in a totally different place. And it was yeah, the awesome girl, too. Girl Trouble Crew was there. They were there. Dignitaries were yep. there. But and, Squirt was on stage oh, and they ruled. And Dick. Oh. Ultimate what? Showman. And awesome front man yeah absolutely oh it's a God. shame that they're they don't keep going i was an instant fan same here i mean i i had heard their music we had them on last week obviously mm-hmm. and um i didn't get to the tacoma show so i was going to that hell or high water and it was so worth it and uh no it was cool i'm really glad fun. we did a little bar hopping that they was rocked awesome. And Double D, real quick, what were you? You and Wonder Boy did not join us because we went to the. <coughs> excuse me, we went to the. He's all Joel choked up. Their macho. Yeah, to the monster or not the monster <laughs> truck. The, they have the truck uh, demolition derby there at the Puyallup Fair, and it was really cool to see Ford trucks just get smashed to pieces. It <laughs> sounds is just, like a. It is cool to time. see. I, I love demolition derbies. Well, who figure doesn't? eights. Just you're watching the carnage. Hey, you're a kid at heart. To each just, their own, yeah. It was a different kind of metal. Yeah it's a, yeah, it's a metal fest of my own. I can't there even... I can't... 
I can't imagine it, but I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> Someday I will no, take seriously, you to- I'm like, oh, there's something there. Oh, shit. It's blown up. Okay. What, seriously, you know? what's that? I don't know. Maybe that's- uh, Wonder Boy messing with us. Oh, oh that must be Kimmer, maybe? Kimmer. This message is for Donna Fulton. <laughs> hey. playing on that shitty music and that Nicaraguan bullshit. And play some real rock and roll. And no, you cannot play this message on the air. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, Gimmer must be feeling pretty good. Gimmer checking in there. <laughs> Thanks, Gimster. <laughs> All right. Hey, let's get into our first interview. Uh, we have a packed show today. Uh, we're going from a really young band to a band that's been around for a long time and everything in between. we got a Portland band on today. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. This We're going to start off with the band Cell Phone Parking Lot. All right, everybody in the studio with us today, uh, our first guest, who, by the way, has a very cool band name. And I'm, I'm a geek when it comes to band names. You know, it's <laughs> like some of them just stick right out to you. And so when I got an email from this next band... I was immediately intrigued. I hadn't even listened to the music. And then the music was great. So that's always fantastic when it follows up. But, but the name of the band is Cell Phone Parking Lot. And I just think that's a unique, quirky, uh, fun name that sticks. And I think, uh, I think they're going to have a lot of success. They have a great sound. They're here. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. It's good to have you along. Now, listen, uh, I got to ask you something because... I'm looking at your Facebook page, and you guys must have either paid a lot of people, or you guys are like hotter than anybody that I know about, because you have like 9,951 well. likes. Would you guys pay off your high school? What's going on there? Uh, we I wish. No. Yeah. Uh, we don't even know. It You're just, just popular, right? Yeah, it happened to a lot of our, our friends' bands and stuff, too, uh, overnight. Can you tell us the secret Overnight? No, we don't even know the secret. We think secret. it was a virus on Facebook or something, because it happened oh. to a few groups where they got like... 10,000 like like one band went from Citizens Arrest, a friend of ours band, uh, went from 400 likes to like 14,000 in a week. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And it was just like, And are they actual people? Like, if you go in and... No. No. Well, no. It was, when it was happening them. to us, we couldn't log in and see who liked us. It just said there were no oh. likes. So, so it was some ghost liker. So it, yeah. so it is a glitch. It's, but that's, but that's totally not, cool. Hey, yeah, run, that's like nobody knows. Run it's like okay. hell with that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's better than having 2,000 likes and the glitch yeah. says 12. Yeah. Right? You know? Because I'm telling you, from now on, whenever you guys go to book a gig... That's the that's the headline. Yeah, yeah. ten thousand likes on Facebook as a club will snap you up in a heartbeat. We're enjoying it for now. Unless, <laughs> yeah. unless they listen yeah, to this interview. Yeah. So now listen, mind. Zuckerberg, yeah. don't be correcting that thing. <laughs> These kids work hard. They they're need all it. real. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, no, so now tell us a little bit uh, about you guys, about yourselves. Uh, you know how you guys started, uh, how you came together, and just sort of the. Uh, how Cell Phone Parking Lot came to be. Well, um, the band started with me and our guitarist, Cody Schumann, who's not here today, but um, we we had a concert band with each other. We both play saxophone band, and we um, there was it was Christmas time, and a cafe down the street wanted to have ensembles play Christmas music, and me and Cody were like, well, can we play an acoustic set instead? Because we, just, we had just met each other, and we were talking about playing uh, guitar and stuff, because he did, and... 
So we asked our teacher if we could play an acoustic set, and he said yeah. So we went down. We played um, Bolly, Buddy Holly by Weezer and uh, Lazy Eye by Silverson Pickups, and then we wrote like a quick song, and like we were like, okay, we should we should keep doing this. This is fun. So he knew Orion from Germany. They lived with each other, and like over the course of the next month, we kind of just started like seeing how being a band would be, and it turned out pretty cool. This band's full yeah. of cool names, man. Orion. I, I, yeah. I am Orion. And I rule the parking lot. So it's three piece? No, it's, it's four. a four, four piece. So four piece yeah. band. Now you're from Germany? Well, no. I'm originally from Virginia, but my stepdad's in the military, so mm-hmm. I moved around a lot. And then while we were out in Germany, I met Cody because his dad is a Black Hawk pilot. Black Hawk pilot. And so, um, yeah, we became friends in football because we were the two scrawny kids on the team. <laughs> and uh, and then right what be- high school are you guys going to? Emerald Rich. And I'm the only one that goes to Rogers. Okay. Yeah. Puyallup kids. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, man, I'm telling you, there is a lot of talent in Puyallup. I mean, I I constantly, every every time I think I've got Puyallup cornered, you know, like I know them all. Something else. <laughs> yeah. I get like a I get like a handful of emails from these bands, and they're like, oh yeah, we know we're friends with you know like Roman Holiday or this or that or the other, and I'm like. What's going on in Puyallup? <laughs> Every kid's in a band there. Like yeah. it's amazing. Yeah, there are a lot. Killer. Yeah. Are a lot of them scrawny br- football kids? <laughs> <laughs> football dropouts. You brought up the, the name too, cell phone parking lot. I read, you know, how you got the name. Yeah. But then you talked about there was like an actual thing. So I'd like yeah, to it was funny. tell the story about me, that. Me and Cody, like I said, we were in band together and in high school everybody texts all the time because we can't get away from our cell phones. Can you, so, I can't even like, can you imagine having texting in high school? <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, I would have passed every <laughs> test. Yes. <laughs> no kidding. <I> Google that <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. but, um, but anyways, we, we all kept our cell phones on our music stands. And one day, there was, like, an empty stand. And everybody, there were, like, four or five cell phones on it. And Cody was like, hey, it looks like a cell phone parking lot. And we did, like, the touchdown symbol. We were like, ah. We, we freaked Bad out in name. class. Yeah. <laughs> and we liked it because we had come up with a bunch of dumb names before that. We were. Wasn't there like, like dinosaur, dinosaur pants? Dinosaur pants. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Las, Las Papas Fritas or something like like Spanish for French fries. <laughs> we had a bunch of stupid names. And the second he said that, we were like, we love it. And then like a month later, we were looking up the name for like symbols and stuff that we could come up with. And we found out there's actual cell phone parking lots and hospitals and stuff. Or not well, hospitals, airports. airports. Yeah. yeah. yeah so well, now every time my friend goes. their their phones to. Yeah. Every Every time somebody goes to an airport now, they have to send me the picture of the cell phone parking lot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I haven't seen that before. Oh, they should do that airport tour thing that Motopony did. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. So, uh, (laughs) no, it would be. Sorry, that was just (laughs) that was kind of random. Random, I know. Whatever. It was the airport thing. Now, tell us about. uh, So, what year uh, was this? Last year? Yeah, yeah. That you guys set this all up, Mm -hmm. and uh, so you've been. You guys were doing cover tunes and, pl- and started doing some gigs, I imagine. Yeah, we, we started off playing at Oasis for like a couple months. And we um, we started off by doing a lot more covers than originals. But I mean, like we just have such a good writing dynamic. It's, it's crazy. We just started writing songs out the gate. I think in our first, like after that first month of just figuring out who was going to be in the band and stuff, I think we were like four songs that we still play. Um, like, and more that we just yeah like figured out didn't match with our news or like our found sound you know so yeah. we had to throw those ones out but there's like eight or ten songs total yeah, we wrote so many songs that first few months and stuff it was crazy now do you guys do you find that you are writing and playing different songs than what your personal style would be like when it after it goes through the four of you and you collaborate on a song is it different than what you might pull up on your ipad or your ipod or whatever is or yeah i think that's like that for all of us because josh our bassist he's really into like rush and yes and yeah everything that's like that he's really progressive, progressive. 
stuff. He loves it. And, you know, I have I was raised off of, like, grunge. And, you know, I'm really big Pearl Jam, Nirvana fan. And Yeah, then uh, I'm all, like, alternative indie sort of stuff. Yeah, and Cody, like, loves Blink-182, Reliant K. So we all have a bunch of different styles that somehow have come together to be pretty good together. But we, yeah, we, we have a lot of... I think we're a lot different than we thought we would be. I always find mm-hmm. that fascinating because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, we talk to so many bands and it almost always seems to be the case. You know, you ask them, you know, what do you listen to? But then what they produce is like something right. completely, well, maybe not yep. completely different. You can find aspects of it in the music, but, yeah. you know. But still, you'd be yeah. surprised. Like yeah. I, I read somewhere that Celine Dion is a huge metal fan. Really? You know, oh, like she yeah, loves heavy metal. I, heard you I, know? Wish, yeah. I wish she would just go do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I heard that um, I'd pay to see that for sure. <laughs> Vegas show. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, now you guys you guys are uh, fairly young cats. Uh, you're still in high school, right? Yeah. Seniors? We're all juniors. We're all juniors. We're all juniors. Mm-hmm. Holy yeah. smoke. So, uh, what's it like um, trying to get shows you know for a, a band your age <laughs> they both check all <laughs> well it's it interesting because like a lot out. of them are always like 21 or up you know or it's nice now that most of us can drive because before <laughs> there's <laughs> nothing don't in have Puyallup. to take the bus to gigs <laughs> yeah exactly that's such everyone, loading on the everyone campus. but me drives so <laughs> yeah but we can all drive him around so yeah. it's all good it's fun i get rides <laughs> but yeah <laughs> but yeah it's it was tough at, at first because we didn't like we were young and we didn't have a lot of credibility you know like people like our friends and family came and heard us from the oasis cafe that we played at but other than that we didn't have any recordings like we didn't record until maybe close to a year of being a band like we had we didn't yeah. really have much to show but some youtube videos but now that we've kind of got out there and played just a bunch of different places it's a little bit easier and like we have a little bit like we recorded the four song ep that we have and now that we hand that out it's a little bit easier but it was it was kind of tough in the beginning to get to get yeah, it usually is i mean a lot of there's a lot more clubs that are going to all ages mm-hmm. um here in tacoma yeah, especially nice. and um so i'm hope hope you guys can latch on to some of those and is it um do you guys find it during the school year too hard to balance that or are you guys more active in the summer as a band or how's that you work? know it's funny we've been more busy in the past like two months than we were all last summer all being like we, we had i think yeah. we had a show every weekend for the past like two months sometimes mm-hmm. two shows too like it was crazy yeah so that's why we decided to just kind of take may off and take a break yeah, so because we, we were just practicing the same songs over and over again instead of like moving forward with writing Mm-hmm. Just yeah, that's because that's because we had so many shows on. and stuff. Mm-hmm. So now, what are your um, your schoolmates uh, think of you guys? Are they like, oh, you guys trying to be rock stars, or are they in, you, they're, they're digging it? They're supportive. They're all uh, in their own bands. We're talking about Puyallup. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all competing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're gonna start a band war, man. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's you know, it's uh, I remember because when I remember, I remember when I went to high school and there were a couple of guys who were you know going to be in bands and you would go see them and you know one of them was actually pretty good and so you're like yeah that's pretty good and the other one was completely sucked and so you just you flipped them shit all day you know like when are you gonna learn to play guitar you know that kind of thing what's it like for you guys i i think it was kind of like you know getting shows and stuff at the first we didn't have a lot of credibility we were just another high school band that people were just like oh okay you know but right. i think once people started coming out and seeing us like you know people who really liked it they really got mm-hmm. involved and stuff and like a lot of our friends are really supportive we have a few like select like 10 or 13 people that always come to shows like i mean we've got ten thousand of them yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but yeah we've been they've been really supportive and helpful like we we had a battle of the bands at studio seven and we got a bunch of people to come up nice. on a sunday night 
up to Seattle from Puyallup. I mean, yeah. and it was like it was really cool. Are you friends with other bands in Puyallup? Because, like, like I said, I referenced there's a lot yeah. of them. That are, yeah, we some helping you guys along over over the course of like different battle of the bands we've played in different shows. We've actually made like quite a few stuff. Like whenever we get a show and they'll be like invite some bands, we have like you know we have like four or five bands that we'll call and stuff. And nice. So really cool. uh, you you said you guys are taking um, May off to uh, is that right? You're taking May off mm-hmm. to uh, work on a full length album. You guys have yeah. a four song EP. And uh, so now tell us about this project, where are you guys going to record it at, and, you know, <laughs> what, how are you guys raising money for it? And I, I don't think we know any of that yet. <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> Santa Claus. I know we're, oh, I know no. we're in the process of writing, and that's like our main focus right now, is just getting the songs down, so that way when we're ready to record, we don't have to be like, oh wait, let's finish first. Like, right. we want to get all the songs down first and get them really nice, but I think we have, we've been offered a few places to record this after what's it louis g's after we played louis g's a mm-hmm. guy emailed us and said we want to re- he wanted to record um a single for us and stuff so i mean nice. we've we've had some offers and stuff so we're well, you guys did play louis g's yeah that's yeah. a killer video oh, right so yeah it was awesome yeah, one of my yeah. favorite lasers me too <laughs> yeah. yeah i love that place it was great and all ages yeah, yeah. so that's great we got it we sold we sold our most amount we sold like 56 tickets yeah like that was our best overall like group to come and stuff and nice. it was really fun yeah. it was cool. so much cool fun. well that's great guys uh i want like i like i said uh, i think your the band name is cool i think you guys have a very cool sound we're going to go into a song in a second um but I, I i wanted to have you in because we are all about the local scene and helping young bands you know get notoriety get some you know get because people listen, they're going to hear you guys, and and you know, hopefully they'll be interested in you. Yeah. And thank you. Uh, and when you get out and about, and they see your name on a venue, oh, let's check those guys out. So, when you get your you know uh, full length done and everything, make sure we get a copy. Definitely, we'll have you we'll back do. in. You guys have a CD release party or whatever. We'll promote that and stuff because uh, we it's going to be fun watching you guys um, go from where you're at now, you know, to hopefully to like a, a very nice run as a band. Uh, do you guys have any goals, any thoughts? I know you're, you're focused in on the writing and stuff, but as a band, are you like a year from now, two years? Are you worried about graduation splitting you guys up or what are you, are you even, even thinking in that ter- those we, terms? We've talked about it. And um, luckily enough, I think most of us, I don't know if Orion's staying, but I know all <laughs> well, of us Well, if I get into stay. Stanford, I feel like I would just... Yeah, he probably away, needs to go to yeah. that. <laughs> Orion of Stanford. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But, but the rest of us, I think we're staying around Washington. I think Josh wants to go like SPU. SPU and Cody wants to go into a, a ministry school and I've been looking at you know Cornish and Western and stuff like that to go into composition but um, I think we decided that if if Ryan could stay in Washington that we would we would stay as a band and just come back on breaks and write and stuff like that but it'd be really cool to get to a place where we could just I know I think our biggest admiration for where we want to go is uh, Death Cab how yeah. yeah they've you know <coughs> they didn't get they're really big really famous they have you know 200 songs you know out and stuff and but they still come back and they play shows at western where they went to school and they still you know keep true to themselves and stuff and i think that's one thing that's really big with cody i know but really big for all of us this is like we want to get to a place where we can reach a lot of people and a lot of people can enjoy our music but it's more of like a relationship we want people to you know relate and really just you know connect with the music and that's our main goal Sounds good, guys. Best of luck with all of that. Thank you so much. Thank you uh, for coming in. Everybody, cell phone parking lot. We're going to listen to their song right now. This is titled Crash Course. Hey, I'm Orion. And I'm Cody. And we are one half of the band, Cell Phone Parking Lot. Uh, This is our new song, Crash Course. Hope you guys enjoy it. In the calling 
It's something she had said to me And I was drawn into The endless possibilities Now I'm hoping To take a bachelor for the better Now I can't see It's not what others say As she stared at me In that time that felt like hours Contemplating what she'd say to me Then she said the world was ours Then we sat beneath the clearest sky Talking up our hopes and dreams Days just passes by. She's perfect, it seems to me. Everybody, uh, who doesn't love that song, right? Yeah. I love that I song. Going every time. Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, mm-hmm. right there. Uh, it's that time. It's the uh, our top five recommends, and of course, Gimmer not here today, uh, so it'll just be. What does "of course" mean? Of course, Gimmer not here again today because well, we talked about it earlier at the start of the show. So, <laughs> so just okay. Up, update. <laughs> Gimmer still not in the studio. 
Although we might be hearing from him. I don't know. Uh, he may be calling in That'd later. That'd be cool. Uh, anyway, we're gonna, so we're down to 10, and uh, I'll, I'll start. I'll give okay. my, uh, my top five that I'm recommending this week, and all of mine are in T-Town. Sweet. So check it out. Wednesday at Jazz Bones, you have Nolan Garrett, who uh, can lay it down, and that's at 8 p.m., uh, also on Wednesday, if you're not into the blues and stuff, I thought this was very cool. They're having an Asian hip hop summit at Hell's Kitchen at 9 p.m. Josh Reisberg is hosting that. Nice. I think you should head over to that. I don't know if you have to be Asian to attend, but I know it's very popular <laughs> in the community there, so it might be fun to go check it Can out. Can they make events that is, you know, only, only? for Well, one Josh Reisberg's hosting it, so <laughs> right. he's not Asian. Okay. <laughs> uh, Friday at the New Frontier, you have the Plastards and the Dignitaries. That's very cool. Uh, also on Friday, and this is the one that I, I'm digging, Zeke, the Lemons, and Redneck Girlfriend at Hell's Kitchen. And then, of course, on Saturday... We all need to be at this. this. I think this is mandatory attendance. Voxy Vallejo, the Grizzled Mighty, and the Cottonwood Cutups at the Harmon Underground. Yes. I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Otherwise, it'll just be the Vallejo. <laughs> That's a great lineup. Like, it's awesome. We're going up last, so I got to stay Grizzled Mighty sober, lays it down. They're fun. Yeah. I, I, I haven't seen the Cottonwood Cut-Ups, but I've gone and listened to some of their stuff. I enjoy it, and I've heard a few other people say they've really enjoyed them. You guys so I'm looking forward rock, to it. rock. Okay. It's my turn, right? Your turn, yes. Okay. So there's a lot going on this week. Tons. So, I, so much. I stuck to the weekend. I didn't stick to Tacoma. I hey, stuck to the weekend. It's all right. So I got Friday and Saturday covered for you. So if you're in Tacoma on Friday... You've got uh, the Kim Archer Band at Jazz Bones. She always rocks. Just played a show with her this last Friday, 420. She was amazing. (laughs) I tried to play a show on 420. (laughs) That's another story. Um, Also, in Tacoma on Friday, at the New Frontier, you have the Plasterds and the Dignitaries. Also, the Flair Fire Dancers are going to be there. Wow, I don't think I saw that. And a pinata. What? Yes. Oh, man. I got the special memo. Yeah, I didn't get that. I'm slipping in my... uh, in my importance. If you're out in Seattle, Friday, April 27th, yes. go check out Brent Amaker and the Rodeo, <laughs> along with Pony Time and DJ Greg Vandy at the Barboza in Seattle. It looks like it's an early show, 7 to 11.30, and that's $10. So I've fabulous. never heard of the Barboza. I that I just you I know, saw him post that and I'm copied like, and Where pasted, is that? man. I know. I thought the same thing. And Look so it I, up and let us I, know. I wrote a note that says it's on Pike Street. I looked it up. Okay. Cool. So, and that's $10. <clears throat> so there's your Friday covered Tacoma or Seattle. Um, Saturday at the Mandolin Cafe at 6 p.m., a nice early show. Yes. You've got James Coates, Kurt Lindsay, and A-Leaf. That's a, a, that's a fundraiser. It's called Help. Oh. And they are they, See, I didn't get that memo. Yes, it's Feed the Families of Pierce County. Such a good and team. they want you to bring uh, food or donations. And uh, this is a free show. And they want you to help families of Pierce County get fed. Sweet. So that's that's awesome. And um, and then, of course, I'm going to plug my own show. Dang. Saturday, April 28th, <laughs> at the Harmon Tap Room Underground. The Cottonwood Cut-Ups, Grizzled Mighty, and Voxy Vallejo. $5, 9 p.m. And... Uh, there's your week. Would just like to say, if you have not seen Box of Vallejo, uh, if you have not seen it's our lovely, it's going to be our last show for a while. I just want to let you know because we're lovely working on some new Voxy, of new stuff. If people out there, you hear her voice here on the show, and you have not gone and seen them do their thing, you're really missing out because we love you here, darling. You do a great job, but uh, when you get on stage, 
Double D, you can attest to this. She becomes somebody completely different. It's mesmerizing and it's fantastic. Thank yes, it you. is. And it, uh, you're blushing now. <laughs> am, am I? Anyway, yeah. I those are liquor. those are our top <laughs> uh, top five recommends for this week. Get out there, support your local venues, support your local artists, and most of all, have fun. All right, everybody, the name of that track is Right Away. That's some killer stuff right there. Nice. By the Flanagan Precept, and uh, the name of the album is The Call. And uh, we have lead singer Kevin in the studio with us today. Hey, what, Hello. What's up? Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Do you have to take a lot of time off in between shows after rasping out that kind of stuff? <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny. It's, uh, it's one of those things where some shows I'll go for a couple hours, and then there's other shows where I've blown out my voice four songs in. Mm -hmm. So those are never fun trying to make yeah. it through the rest of it. A lot but, of hot uh, tea and lemon and... Uh, actually, stuff. that doesn't work. Um, <laughs> you know what works really good? I'll tell you right now. There's a place, downtown Tacoma, Mad Hat Tea Company. They have this stuff uh, called My Throat Hurts, But Now It Feels Better. Something like that. <laughs> like, it's totally cool, but it is awesome. I'm it's, a singer too. It's, it's awesome. It's not so much a hurt. It's a fact of yeah, um, it's, it's, getting numb. It, yeah, it, it's, it's almost like they just, the cords stop working. Hmm. And it's, it's not, I don't use it for a sore throat either. It just, it's like Soothe. it's got it's got cayenne in it and stuff too. And I it's use like a, it just, it's amazing. I use this stuff called Entertainer Secret. I've used that too. Yeah, mm -hmm. and um, but uh, yeah, none of it really works. I mean, if it if it blows, it blows. So yeah. sometimes there's a uh, fighting through some gigs. So the Flanagan <laughs> Precept is the band, and you guys are uh, out of Seattle. And um, I want to thank Susan Renville. Hi, Susan. Hello. Hi, Susan. Hi. You saw them playing at Louis G's. I did. They opened for um, Jared Blake. And uh, and that their live performance is so great. Totally blew me away. Yeah. Susan came running over here. Well, <laughs> I'm Louis G's. I did. In all fairness, of part breath. of that was because of the club. Louis G's is one of the oh, best places we've yeah. ever played. Yeah, hands down. Yes. Every band says yes, that. It's, yes. it's an, it's an, we love Louis and we love his club. And you guys are all just really great, nice guys too. So I'm too kind. Yeah. Yeah, love your music. We're going to dispel that myth right here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
no, uh, it's a great sound you guys have. And um, I, I was going through your bio and stuff, and it looks like you guys um, were or have been on Hot Rocks, and that, that's out of Everett, right? Yeah, actually, the Hot Rocks kind of did a lot for us. That's how we first got uh, in touch with SMI. Um, who's Greg Roth. Uh, no, um, oh, no. Uh, Showcase Music Industries. Uh, John, oh, John that's Lisa a Elder. different SMI. Yeah. I've... I've seen a few SMIs lately. I was kind of actually okay. So yeah. showcase music industries. Okay. Yep. And uh, they um, they they're currently working management stuff with us, and they're actually the ones who put us on that Jared Blake show. Nice. Um, so um, John, you know, he's he's a friend of mine, and his wife Lisa, they do some good work around here. So and so, um, but you guys were you part of their uh, award show because they get they have an award show every year at Hot Rocks. Yeah, I was actually um, nominated for and won best singer for 2010. Nice, congratulations! So congratulations! I didn't even know that. So, yeah, that. I nice. got I got my little trophy in my room. <laughs> where uh, where would because. Um, we had a, uh, when Dave Sampson was on here, um, I got approached by Hot Rocks to come and be the voice of God. You know, the guy, <laughs> you, you know, that guy who's like, and now uh, I, for. I could totally see you as God. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. Kneel before me. No. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, what kind of radio show are we running here? But anyway, slid off the rails for a moment. No, but Samson, I, I hip Samson to that, and he went and did it, and it was at the Kirkland Performing Arts Center. Is that where they, you guys helped? That was the next year. We won okay. Hardest Working Band for that year. Nice. Wow. That was where Ted Smith uh, announced us as the Flagrant Project. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ted the Smith, Ted love Smith. that guy, the Ted Smith. <laughs> nice. Um, really nice afterwards. In fact, uh, one of our favorite <laughs> bars great. that we play in is uh, the Jet Bar in Mill Creek, yeah. and uh, Steve Dorn, who runs that place, really good friend of mine. and. Um, Speaking of, you guys will be there this Friday. Yes. 9 p.m. Jet Bar and Grill in Linwood. Uh, well, let's go to another track, and we're going to come back and chat some more. We're talking with uh, Kevin. He's the lead singer of the Flanagan Precept. We can get that right here. <laughs> this is the title track off of their CD, and we're going to talk more about the CD when we come back. This is The Call. <laughs> The name of that track, it's the title track off of the uh, Flanagan Precepts CD called, or it's titled, The Call. And great stuff right there. Thank you. Um, tell us about, uh, this. is this your first CD as a band? It's actually a second record. Okay. Um, both of them were self-produced. Um, we went in and started originally tracking for that um, at a place called Dynasty Studios in Seattle. Mm -hmm. um, and then I basically took it home and kind of redid the whole record. 
So how long have you guys? How long have you and the band been together? Oh shoot, uh, October two thousand eight. Oh, so yeah. it was four years. January was our four year anniversary. You so. guys came out strong then. If you guys are all you know, like two years later, you're uh, you know getting best vocals and yeah, we did um, all right. Um, you know, it's. It's never good enough, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's not unless you hit the top. But, uh, you guys have a, a very cool, um, dis- you know, kind of instinctive Seattle sound. If I'm listening to this somewhere, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a, definitely a Seattle band. Um, tell, tell me about some of your influences and, uh, you know, what, how you see your music. How would you define it, describe it? Well, my main influences, I mean, we've, we've got kind of a wide variety of influences um, based on just where we all came from, um, age groups, everything like that. So it kind of all mixes together. My main influences, uh, Chris Cornell has always been one of my big influences ever since I was a kid. Um, Another great vocalist. Yes. And so, uh, you know, that's did where... pretty good, that. He did, Chris right. Cornell. he did all right for himself. Yeah, he did okay. Yeah. <laughs> so he's been one of my influences. And then, I mean, it, it's just, uh, I don't know, we just kind of came together and, and started jamming out. I actually joined the band. They were another existing band. And I joined the band um, when they were looking for a singer off of The Stranger. So um, actually... Oh, oh, it was an ad in the stranger. The, it was, in the ba- yeah. that actually works in the back because I looked at those a few times. You know, seeking musicians or you know seeking a band or whatever. And that's where you found it. Yep, that's, we get a lot of Craigslist. That's the first stranger. Yeah, yep. but no, actually, that's the way it used to be before the whole online phenomenon, though. Right. I actually yeah. looked at the stranger Always. in the back for other connections. Uh huh. I'm sure you did. I'm sure but, you did. Um, <laughs> I saw the band nine hundred. <laughs> <laughs> alternative what no <laughs> uh now the name of the band is interesting and i know and i'm i was looking at your art the artist bio and you, you had a bit of a write-up about the name the flanagan precept can you explain that to us yeah the name actually came up from our uh, bass player todd roan um we uh when we first started playing we didn't really have that sound if you listen to the first record um i'm not too sure if it's still available on itunes or not i think we might have taken it down but uh, the first record had a, a little bit different of a sound. Right away was one of the tracks on there. But uh, it, um, we kept trying to get a band name, and every time we'd find a band name, it was taken. And so we finally found one that we liked, and to be honest, I don't even remember what we settled on. <laughs> but uh, we went to go register on MySpace, and someone had it back in the MySpace days. Mm-hmm. And someone yeah. had it like two weeks before us. And so yeah. we were just like, well, okay, now what? And yeah. so um, decided Murphy's Law. You know, what can go wrong will. And, and right. Todd actually went home and started looking at Murphy's Law and found the Flanagan precept. Um, and basically, Flanagan states that Murphy was an optimist and what can go wrong will, it actually gets a lot worse than that. And we're like, hey, that's perfect. And it's catchy. And then when we Googled it, nothing came up. So we're like, sweet. So as soon as we registered the name, we were the first thing that came up when you typed in the Flanagan precept. Nice. So judging that anyone can pronounce their name correctly, <laughs> then we're good. So when you look in all our merch and everything, it just says TFP. And that's pretty much what we go by now. Nice. Ah, that'll work, too. Just kind of simplify it. But it's a very cool name. It is uh, it is definitely unique. And this is a great CD. Uh, you can hear all these songs here on NWCZradio.com. We, we've got them downloaded. And we're playing them. And um, are you guys, uh, so this is, you just put this out at the first of the year, right? Yeah. You guys have been basically playing around in support of it? Um, kind of. We've had uh, a, a couple of things, some some family things have come up for some of the guys, so we, we haven't been playing as much as we'd like to. Mm-hmm. But um, the, the record's available on iTunes right now, um, and then you can actually get physical copies too. Um, I think our website has a link to it. I don't know if I've updated it yet or not. 
Um, I, yeah, I didn't. Uh, if it was there, I didn't see it when I was I uh, was perusing around. You can also hit you guys up on Facebook too. You guys have a correct a, a Facebook page, uh, like them, and you can uh, uh, you know and and the reverb page. You guys are all over basically. Yep. I, mean, I know if you wanted physical copies of record, you can go to showcasemusicindustries.com, and we have a store set up there for merch and everything. You can and prob- I'm assuming that this Friday, May 25th at nine at the Jet Bar and Grill, you'll have a few on hand. Yeah, we should have. Some That's in Linwood. Who else is on that show? Uh, nobody yet. Um, just you guys. Yeah, Steve from the Jet actually came up to me. He had somebody bail off of that show. Uh, we weren't even planning on playing that show in May, and he said, "I need you guys to play." And we were like, "Okay." So I got to book the whole bill now. So, <laughs> so I, well, I, there's I, the call out right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what's What's your email address? Um, you can reach us at uh, tfp at tfprock.com. Get nice. Get lined up. There you go. So, yeah. Um, also, I found this interesting that in June. Um, you're playing a, a festival. Now, we have a festival around here called the Underwater Music Festival, mm-hmm. uh, which is out on a lake or out in the in the um, sound or whatever. Somewhere where there's water. Where there's and water. It's really <laughs> cool. You guys are doing a thing called Aquafest, which is on Lake Stevens? Uh, yeah, Aquafest. It, what is that? It's a, um, it's a festival that Lake Stevens does every year. There's a lot of like wakeboarding championships and stuff that go on during it. Big festival. Um, we're playing one of the side stages down there um, from like 1 to 2 p.m. So... It's a uh, don't you know, discount. Just, a, just say no. Your head, it's, it's your headlining fun the event <laughs> in the so. hottest part of the day. We are playing one p.m. <laughs> right? Yeah. So um, we're down. It's actually the stage where they everyone goes to watch like the fireworks and right. stuff. At one o'clock, Flanagan Precept is headlining the Aquafest in Lake Stevens. There you go. See. Uh, let's go to another tune. We're going to come back. On the side stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a song. T- I, I, guess, I guess I'm just humble. <laughs> <laughs> Death Defy Me. Flanagan Precept. Good stuff. I love that stuff. You said this is all self-produced. 
Yes, I. Because uh, that's, I mean, it's got for my very ear, that's good very radio friendly. I mean, quality. that was the right, goal. ready to go. <laughs> um, so, but you did that. Yeah, I wish I had a lot more time to work on it, but unfortunately, I'm a perfectionist. So. Well, yeah, you can never, you can't, you'd be in the studio forever. <laughs> yes. But great job. Thank you, thank you very much. Yeah, fantastic job. It is, it's very good stuff, and uh, I can really, especially in that song, I can definitely hear the Cornell influence on yeah. you yeah um and i mean hey you have to have goals and, and why not pick the best yeah to like you know go after that's 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 awesome now uh being a band in seattle uh these days you know unlike uh, when cornell and those guys were storming around when there was buzz lots of activity and everything um it's we were at a couple of shows last night in seattle and it seems real for us anyway from a, just an observational view seems kind of hit or miss with uh crowds and everything it's it's kind of it's really odd. It's like sometimes everybody's out and other times it doesn't matter what the bill, like you can hear a cricket, you yeah, know, like right. what's going on. So tell us your, uh, from your band's perspective, from your perspective, playing different clubs and venues, what is your view and take on the Seattle, you know, Puget Sound scene right now for you guys? Well, I found I, it, at least my theory and, you know, this is just my belief. What it seems like happened is you had a lot of clubs who, you know, we've we've gone to places before and and when we were first starting out playing for $35 and you know, it, it, it's a lot of these clubs have gone, well, if you don't do it, I'll find this other band that can do it. And they never really looked at the talent between the bands. It was just, they get on stage and they, they play. And so what happens is, is I think, I think partially some of the clubs have kind of destroyed the scene where, you know, a lot of people used to be able to go out and for example, in the Cornell days, you know, granted I was younger, but you could still go out and I mean, Pioneer Square was the place to be. And yeah. now you go down to Pioneer Square and nothing, nothing. And, and I think part of that is because nobody's really trying to book good acts anymore. It's whatever I'm, can fill. I'm with you on that. I put a lot more pressure on the venues and I know there's a whole big controversy on whether it's the band's, you know, responsibility to bring the people in or the venue's responsibility. But really, if you want to be a working band, you're going to want to play every weekend. Yeah. And you it, it, you can have 2,000 fans. They're not all going to come to every show every weekend. So exactly. the venue has to offer something. Yeah. They have to have good sound. They have to have, you know, a good menu. And, and they have to be able to give your fans a reason why they want to come to well, their part venue of it too, and see you. And I know I've said this before, so I, I'm not going to go into it deeply, but back then and and at times that I've I've seen the 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 best growth and and the strongest scene is when <clears throat> venues define themselves. Yes. You know, Definitely. it's like so if I I knew that if I went to whatever club motor they're always going to have a good band they're always going to have and usually in this certain arena you know like yeah. if i wanted to go to country well i was going over to you know the whatever the red rooster if i wanted you know rock well i was heading over to the rock candy if i want and they always had the best bands and really good bands <clears throat> and i think we have moved away from that and part of it though too <coughs> excuse me we have a uh we have a lot of different varieties now, whereas back then, uh, the bands that were here, there there wasn't a whole lot of variety. Everybody exactly. was sure. sounding kind of the same. Well, I think part of the problem that you're running into, too, is is if you look especially after the whole grunge scene and Nirvana and everything like that happened, is it's a lot of work to be a musician, and there's a lot of work to be a good musician. And there's a lot of people who basically just get on stage and try and play and they right. don't realize the work that goes behind it. So in, in part that kind of made some of us artists look bad. And at the same token, sure. you had these venues who will book these people cause they can pay them 20 bucks and a 
or they can put they can put five or six of them on one bill and they're guaranteed 10 15 family and friend members per band and hey they're going to make their money on Mm -hmm. sales for the night i can't tell you how many times we've we've played shows when we were first starting out where people said oh i i I don't really want to come out because i don't like the other bands yeah you know and and so that's when i when i started hearing that that's when i started taking over booking the bills and that's why when we play at the jet steve usually gives me full control of a bill and I'll put together a bill and make sure that people stick around for the whole night. Sure. So. That's great. Well, hey, you guys uh, you guys have a great uh, sound. Kevin Peterson is the lead singer of the Flanagan Precept, and uh, we just heard three of their songs. And you can go check them out live Friday, May 25th at the Jet Bar and Grill in Linwood. And uh, mark your calendars for uh, the June 28th. Aquafest Lake Stevens that'll be a good time as well everybody wear your flip flops your shorts and just come hang out and rock out and all that stuff thanks for coming in Kevin I appreciate it pleasure to meet you a great sound congrats on this this is a great CD and uh, we'll be looking forward to uh, more big things from you guys right on thanks a lot man thanks for having us all right want to thank (laughs) Flanagan Precept for coming in (laughs) I forgot. Not the flagrant. No, no, not those guys. The uh, the good band. <laughs> right, Flanagan right. Precept and uh, Kevin for stopping by. They got a great sound. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen them live. Definitely. Uh, again, I want to thank Susan Renville uh, from Maurice the Fish Records yeah. and Big D and the Kingfish, Susan and the ladies. It's the same lady. Yeah. And ladies. And ladies. Yes. 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 Uh, she hipped us to them. She saw them. Yeah, and, was all and excited. if she was excited about them live, then I definitely want to check them yeah, out. Yeah, I, I trust. Uh, there's a few. You know, there are there are a few people, and I think in everybody's lives, where you trust them almost. You know, in- intuitively, like if they come to you and they're like, "These guys are good," right? You're like, "I'll check." Like if Double D came to me and said, "This band's really good," I'm you know, I'd be like, "You know a band?" Well, first of all, <laughs> you you would actually probably listen to them just to see what, yeah, what um, that's what i was gonna say if there was any band that could move double d to the point of coming in here and going oh my god you guys gotta this. check out this band i'd be like what <laughs> i definitely do have to check out this band not for yeah, that point, should be that should be a segment point where well if, taken like a once a month or a once a year maybe double once D's a year pick. I'll- I'll make a pick, yeah, once yeah. a year. You know, like, and we would oh do my that, God. Except that uh, there's a time problem there. So, <laughs> uh, nothing that we've officially talked about, but um, <laughs> anyway, uh, I want to hip everybody to uh, the fact that this Wednesday, right here on the old NWCZradio.com, at 7 p.m., the Afraid of Figs are coming into the studio. We're doing a live show with them, and we're going to be playing their brand new cd in its entirety and and i'm telling you for those of you and i know the figs uh split some people you know because they have this kind of quirky thing going and uh so some people really a show one of our shows or is it just something special it's it's on uh the um musical yarns but we're kind of taking over the show it's during that slot kevin will be here but we're just kind of taking over okay and it's it's sort of an exclusive it is an exclusive it's a special um but the fig, the the new figs, and they uh, they were kind enough to the send it figs. ahead, and I listened to it. Will stun you at the changes they've made, 
Wow. And it is really good. I'm really intrigued. Yeah, it's really... The new figs. The new figs. As opposed to the old, like... Rotten? No, no they weren't I rotten. I don't. Wait, no, I was trying was to think different. of like the new. I'm sorry, I was trying to come I, up with something I, cool. I myself, I to like, say, and I just couldn't do it. I, I failed. No, the miserably. figs. The figs are great, but it is true. They kind of they did some, you know, some goofy songs, you know, some kind of silly mm-hmm, songs, mm-hmm. and um, you know, it po- some people really liked it, and other people like, mm, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of you know, it's cool, but a niche. Yeah, kind it's of not, thing. Yeah, not. Yeah. My, but this new stuff uh-huh. will blow you away. They, they've they've gone a completely different direction. Todd's been telling me about it during their recording process. It's gonna. He just kept saying, See, "Wait till you I hear." I totally it. want to check it out just because of you. Wait till just you because hear of it. you telling me. That. So tune in this Wednesday, seven p.m. It will be live. It'll be a one shot deal. Uh, we Sweet. may put it up in podcast, but see, they have a big CD release party coming up, oh. and so uh, we're we're heading into that. It's going to be right it's going to be phenomenal. So. I uh, want you to tune into that. Also, there's a lot of other shows on NWCZ Radio that you should be listening to. Jay Random on Monday for one, and uh, he is, uh, what is he, 4 to 6, Wonder Boy? 4 to 6, Big D and the Kingfish, 6 to 8 in the hour from Portland. Goes on after that. Um, you also have the Night of Gritness on Wednesday with a f- bunch of fine shows. Listen to, to Chaos on Fridays. I mean, just check the schedule. I mean, we, we've got it covered with all kind of different. There, uh, we have something that you want to listen to. Yeah, we got the Metal Zone there and is the something Aquarium. It's that you, know, you want to hear. I have a couple of my favorite shows. I got asked this week because there's a new station. The you new got internet- asked this week. <laughs> <laughs> I was asked by somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's why I'm here, right? I I just had to go there. (laughs) Uh, No, there's a brand new internet station that uh, launched in Seattle, and it's called Jet Stream, Jet City Stream, or Jet. I I can't remember. Jet City. Something like no, No. not like that. Um, It's some guy. It's one guy from the mountain, another guy from uh, the end, and and they they have a big uh, fancy studio in Seattle. And they uh, they they've launched their twenty I think the twenty four seven anyway. Somebody asked me if we were you know do you feel threatened by that? Do you feel you know like you're in competition? No, the answer is no. Absolutely. Do they have not. to make money? I don't know, and I don't care because I think the more honestly, I believe the more the merrier. And I would like to reach out to them and, along with you know myseattlenightout.com. And I'm not afraid to tell you about these places mm-hmm. because just like the radio dial, there's are they playing independent? stuff they do play some um but they also play a lot of uh you know like northwest bands like you know pearl jam nirvana sure stuff like that and so they have a big ones yeah i mean it's uh it's they do sort of have a commercial format on on the internet they're Mm -hmm. internet only Mm -hmm. i wish them the greatest of success they have a really cool setup down there apparently um they have a venue where they're gonna have some bands in they have a they should listen to us and pick their favorite bands that we feature and bring them on their show i'm i'm all about that i I, i'm going to reach out to them and um you know offer up our services or to help or whatever (laughs) because i think the more that we have the more that the more of these internet stations we have representing the real people of the of the Puget Sound and the Northwest, uh, the more we're going to challenge the big corporate radio to either switch or to succumb 
to what's this ground level movement because they wouldn't be starting up. We wouldn't have started up. My Seattle night out wouldn't have started up if we didn't feel there was a need. Exactly. And so I don't feel threatened by it. I embrace it. I encourage it. And I hope you'll check them out. Check us out. We're a little more, I mean, a little edgier. There's no doubt about it. We're a little more, um, you know, uh, hip to the South end. Um, and we're, we got no problem with that. And mm-hmm. so uh, I, I always hope that you'll, you know, come back and listen to what we have to offer because I love our programming. If, if they want to come in and do an interview and maybe we'll go interview with them or something. Something. We'll just I'm, share the love. Yeah, absolutely. So, no, we're not threatened. And I and uh, I just, like I said, I hope you like what we do. I hope you like what they do. And I hope you'll just flip back and forth and find your programs you like, just like you do on the radio dial. Yep. So, anyway... That's that. I just wanted to address that because I've been asked about that. But uh, it's time for us to close out hour number one. Stick around for hour number two. Thank you so much for being out there. I'm Big D. I'm Roxy. Double D. We'll see you in hour number two.